0: Hello and welcome to Wealth of Knowledge. I'm your host, Antonio Barbera, and today on the show we'll be reviewing all sorts of different exterior and interior home updates and whether they're worth it to increase the property value of your home. I'm joined by U.S. News real estate editor Devin Thorsby. Devin, thanks for joining me as we tackle home updates.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me
0: on. So I've been trying to plan the right time to have this episode. I've had it in the schedule for multiple months. And then it seems, you know, we're middle of the winter here, getting close to to spring when homeowners start thinking about making updates for for the new season and and for the new year. So property owners always looking to increase the value of their home. But I think a lot of times consumers mistake things that they want for things that they think homebuyers will eventually want. So, I suppose the first split we need to address here is whether you're making an improvement for yourself and the home you want to live in for a long time or whether you're viewing the update as something that will appeal to a buyer
1: absolutely you can make changes to your home that make it more attractive to buyers and hopefully have them willing to pay more to make it their own but you also can't expect to recoup every penny you paid for the improvement uh, some home renovation shows provide these misleading numbers at the end of episodes that show how by spending $75,000 renovating your whole house, they, you somehow added $115,000 to the value. That's completely made up. It's not a thing. Uh, there are updates that can add monetary value or something like help it go off the market faster, uh, but it's not going to add more than what you spent. It will be less. And then if you're improving for your own personal benefit to live with and enjoy for years, that's great. Customize away. Uh, but you have to remember that from, n- from now when you uh, make the improvement to years down the road, when you decide to sell your home, that improvement did not add value to your home. Especially uh, when other houses in the neighborhood don't have it, it's not something that people are necessarily looking for.
0: I think a a really good example of this is when people have the thought of adding a pool to their house. Uh, You may want one for your family, but it's a gigantic expense that ends up being, or can be an obstacle when, when trying to sell your home. Would you agree with that?
1: Absolutely. Backyard swimming pools are tough for real estate. Uh, If you're in a hot state like Florida or Arizona, there are plenty of neighborhoods where every backyard has a pool, and so it's easier to tie that water feature into home value. But if you live just about anywhere else in the U.S., anywhere that gets a real winter, that pool is a liability. If you don't winterize your pool property, you get cracks and damage and pipes can freeze. So in addition to the cost of water and maintenance during those hot months, you're also annually having your pool repaired. And homebuyers know that when they see a pool in a backyard. They know that additional cost and they're not necessarily going to add dollars to their offer because their annual expenses to own this home just went up. I hail from a cold state, and even though I don't live there anymore, I personally consider a pool to be a deal breaker on a house. The house could be perfect, everything I've ever wanted, and there's a pool in the backyard? No way. Um, But of course, that's just me. Uh, So if you've been dreaming of being uh, the house in the neighborhood with a pool and your kids have great time during the summer every day, go for it. But your house isn't going to be worth $30,000 more because you have that pool.
0: You know, we, uh, Devin's come on this show a few times now, and uh, I—we're three minutes in, and I thought you were gonna <laughs> s- just already start waxing poetic about the state that you're from, but you—you you know, very professionally didn't didn't include where it is. Uh, I'm so, from
1: Michigan, by the way. Okay, well, so there we go. All right, so
0: let's talk about then some other. Home improvements that really should only be done if you plan on staying in your home for a long time, like you talk about the pool. If if you love it and you're going to stay there for a long time, the first thing I, I think we have to explain to is what is a long time by mm-hmm. real estate standards, by living in a house. Are we talking about five years, ten years, you know, longer than that? And then what are some some other home improvements that that may that you may think are better for your property in a res- resale situation, but but really aren't.
1: Yeah. Um, in terms of kind of what is a long time, it all really depends on the size of the project that you're going for. If it if it is a major kitchen renovation that becomes a, a luxurious upscale chef's size uh, refrigerator and, and multiple ovens, um, it's going to cost a lot of money. So you may want to consider that I'm going to be living here for the next 15 years. Uh, if it's something like Uh, expanding your bathroom a little bit so that the shower isn't quite as small as it once was. It could be a costly renovation but that also could be something that adds a little bit more value and is good for a couple of years as opposed to something like 10 or 15 um, before you can consider it something that's worthy of your own customization uh, versus how much value it adds. Uh, And we also have to look at the way home value is determined. How appraisers think about it is uh, they compare your house to similar homes nearby, particularly those that have sold recently. If every house in your neighborhood has three bedrooms or less, home shopping around in that neighborhood likely don't need a fourth bedroom. So making a fourth bedroom addition won't necessarily add that much value, but may- it might make your life easier because you have three kids and now everyone has their own room. Um, other things I would consider a jacuzzi tub, anywhere but the bathroom and a hot tub anywhere but outside, (laughs) probably a good, great customization for you, not good for your home value. I've seen photos of a tub in the middle of the bedroom and it just looks creepy. So people aren't gonna wanna come see your house. And you might prefer to have your hot tub undercover like in the garage or something. And while that might be fine with you, no one else wants a hot tub in their garage. And not only will they not add value to that, Uh, addition there, but they will ask you to remove the hot tub when you move out. But there are still a lot of customizations that um, can be fairly simply changed before you put your house on the market. Uh, You can turn a room into your own personal yoga studio or specialize it for another hobby, but before you put it on the market, put the effort in to neutralize it. Uh, Make it possible to look like a home office or a second living room. Uh, even little things like wallpaper, which is trendy right now in interior design and has made a comeback uh, from mid-century when it kind of got out of control. But homebuyers still see it as a labor intensive project to remove. And they also see it as a very personal style decision. So you should get rid of any wallpaper before you put your house on the market as well.
0: I visited a friend's house a few months ago, and it was their like their first home. And the guest bedroom had the jacuzzi tub and it was sort of a very strange i don't do i use this like should i be using (laughs) this jacuzzi tub while i'm visiting it so any i absolutely (laughs) agree with that
1: people get confused about what it's there for
0: (laughs) so let's look at then some upgrades that just generally do increase property value and if you have some numbers you know that that may help contextualize for people of just what an average cost is of a certain project and then how much maybe statistically that can increase value on the back end. So we're going to run through some different categories here. Let's start with just bigger indoor upgrades. What are some positive property value changes to make to kitchens, bathrooms, bedrooms, et cetera?
1: Yeah, uh, I guess kind of the things that are going to recoup the most value when you sell your home are unfortunately not the sexy things like redoing your kitchen or redoing a bathroom. Um, Remodeling Magazine's Cost Versus Value Report, which is a resource I reference all the time, um, has shown that for years, the project that recoups the most value when you sell your home is replacing your garage door. And it incidentally isn't that expensive of a project compared to something like a kitchen renovation. I wanna say the average price is about $3,600 and you recoup, uh, according to the cost versus value report, 97.5% of that. Um, So maybe consider those simpler changes first if you're looking to add value. And those systems that may need replacing can be a big selling point, like a a new roof, water heater, energy efficient windows, HVAC system. When you note they're new in a home listing, uh, buyers see that as a huge plus because they know they won't have to replace it in their first year. They might not necessarily Add you know ten thousand dollars onto their offer price, but they they see it as a a great reason to put in an offer. Um, but if your kitchen or master bath looks outdated, you should certainly do something to upgrade it. Um, especially if you're doing it just to sell it, uh, don't necessarily do a complete makeover. Do small pieces that help to make it look fresh, make it look new. Um, upscale kitchen remodels can cost like six figures, which most people don't have to renovate. Uh, And a relatively minor remodel can be as much as $30,000 still. Um, A bathroom can cost $20,000 to $60,000. But if you paint the cabinets or change out the hardware, add backsplash, that can help make it look new again. The cost versus value report says a minor kitchen remodel at the mid-range level, recoups about 80.5% of the cost, which is really good, while a major kitchen remodel, both mid-range or upscale, will only recoup about 60% of the cost. So you're adding so much more that you're spending for not getting that much more back. Um, Yeah.
0: The more you do to those rooms are going to be, the value is for you, not so much for the (laughs) Mm -hmm. next buyer. Uh, Well, we're just going to follow up with the garage door, uh, do you, do you know why that is such a, has such a high recoup value? Is this a, just aesthetic thing or is it functionality or?
1: A lot of it is the curb appeal, just because if you have a dented garage door, an old garage door that looks crappy, that doesn't work very well anymore, people are going to drive right past and they're not going to stop to come to her. Uh, and so when it's a new garage door, it looks new. And also when you raise it and it doesn't clank, it doesn't on the stop. Car. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't try to cut your head off. Um, it, people remember that. And especially because it's not that big of a project compared to a lot of other home renovations. Uh, that garage door uh, is really valuable.
0: That's so fun. So for those of you who are currently selling your home. If the garage door works well and looks good, you just open and close that thing as people yep. <laughs> are, are coming up to the house to really see how well it works. So, let's, let's I, I guess we could consider that an outdoor change. So, let's look at what other exterior updates can be worth uh, the investment. Talking about the roof, the, the gutters, the, you know, fixing up the landscape around your house, what, what things are worth the value there?
1: Yeah, just like the garage door is a part of it, curb appeal is extremely important to be able to sell your home. um, Not just for the value, but to physically be able to sell it at all. Uh, If your house looks shabby on the outside, consider having it repainted. Uh, Resod a dead lawn. Plant flowers to make it look inviting. If you live in a dry climate, consider xeriscaping, which means that you're not planting grass, but you have gravel and local plants Uh, to make it lower maintenance. A lot of people, I live in a desert environment now, and a lot of people aren't going to look at a house that has a green lawn that you have to waste water, uh, watering all the time. They would rather see the the gravel and uh, plants that you would see around here naturally anyway. If your siding is rotting or your stucco is damaged, definitely have it fixed. You want your facade to be pretty much blemish free um, and a fresh coat of paint We'll make it look new, uh, have it power washed or something like that if, you know, it's not too old of a paint job, but still has seen better days. Um, on the outside as well, a patio or deck addition can be really valuable. Um, even just improving your existing one can add value because outdoor living has become a larger and larger demand among home buyers. They want to be able to treat their yard like an extension of their home, and so you should be able to make it easy for them to do that. Um, and then, when it comes to the roof, a complete roof replacement uh, won't recall, you won't be able to recoup the total cost when you sell it, but it could be one of those factors that gets an offer in faster. Plus, uh, when it comes to the due diligence process, the inspection won't reveal any roof issues, so you won't have to renegotiate the price or offer a credit to keep the buyer from backing out during that, that due diligence process.
0: And you won't have water in your house in the next. Fumes. Also, <laughs> I want to talk quickly about the you mentioned the having a green lawn in an area where that's not really expected is that because mm-hmm. uh buyers may sort of negatively judge the lifestyle of the people who are like in the southwestern climate who have a super green lawn is that actually because of climate or just because it's not expected
1: a lot of it maybe a little bit of both <laughs> Um, I would say uh, in, in my neighborhood, the green lawns that we see, it's older people that are have lived there for 40 years. And so they moved in in, in mid-century where every house in the U.S. Right. was supposed to have a green lawn. And that was kind of the expectation, uh, part of the American dream. And only in the last couple of decades, people have been saying this is a ridiculous waste of water and money. And it doesn't make any sense in New Mexico. Um, So they're kind of trying to change it back to, I guess, recreate what you're supposed to expect out of a front lawn. It's supposed to be something that makes sense for where you are and is not a ridiculous waste of time uh, to to spend your time trying to keep grass alive when it just wants to die.
0: (laughs) I, I also want to make sure we spend a little time going over just the idea of remodeling something versus fixing something or adding to something. For example, adding a bathroom, another bathroom, is going to add a lot more value to a home than upgrading an existing one, but obviously your cost is going to go up exponentially. So how should a homeowner evaluate whether to build as opposed to upgrade?
1: Yeah. uh, Again, I'd look at what other houses in your neighborhood have, especially those that are currently on the market uh, or that have recently sold. If you see an open house is available, It's typically other neighbors going into Snoop anyway, so you might as well go in and see what the the floor plan's like, see how many bedrooms they have, what was recently renovated. Um, Especially if they are just renovating, that's what you should also do rather than adding on. But if people have more bedrooms than you do, maybe you want to think about adding a bedroom or uh, a bathroom. Especially if you have an old house that has one bathroom or one and a half bathrooms, I'd consult with a contractor to see if turning it into a two-bathroom house is possible within a certain budget. Uh, especially if other houses in the neighborhood have gotten that renovation, and I can almost guarantee that lots of them have because nobody likes a one bathroom. No one wants to share a one bathroom with their entire family. Um, Whether it a house, complete a jacuzzi bathroom tub addition, or not. right, right, right. <laughs> wherever that jacuzzi tub may be, um, a complete bathroom addition is going to be expensive and it may cost you, but you can make a master suite, if you can make a master suite out of an oversized master bedroom, um, that'll be a selling point for a lot of buyers because they'll see that as having a a private master bathroom uh, as in addition to the bathroom that is for the rest of the house. I'd also look uh, closest at where an addition makes sense in the floor plan of your house versus where it may cost the least. Um, and see if those match up. If your master bedroom shares a wall with the kitchen uh, and the plumbing is in that wall, then it may be nice and cheap to be able to install a bathroom there because you have the plumbing already set up. You don't have to have way more plumbing work done to be able to pipe in uh, drain and uh, all the the fixings for a sink and a shower um, and a toilet. But you also Uh, don't want it to be awkward. I I guess the uh, age-old example is you don't want uh, a laundry closet or laundry room in the kitchen. I have that in my house right now. I don't like it. Doesn't make any sense. I constantly have laundry sitting on my kitchen floor because that's where it ends up. Um, But that is one of those things that a lot of house flippers see as an inexpensive, easy place to put that. But for the floor plan, it doesn't make sense, and it just makes people angry.
0: So, some people angry. We're not going to say. Some, some
1: people. But I've never met a person that's like, oh, this is so convenient, laundry in the kitchen. Nothing. None of my clothes will smell like steak all the time.
0: So then taking a step back, when you were talking about <laughs> you know, looking at the houses in your neighborhood and how many rooms do they have, how many bathrooms do they have, is that something that when somebody's searching for a home should also consider, if they look at a neighborhood and they a certain house is for sale that they like, should they sort of look around and see the houses around them? For example, if they find a two bedroom that they love, but it's surrounded by three and four bedroom houses, is that something they have to think about for, wait a minute, if I'm going to move out you know, in three, four, five years when I have a bigger family, is this going to be a pain to sell because every house around me is different from mine?
1: I think it's definitely something people should keep in mind and something I think a lot of home buyers are already thinking about because if they're looking in a certain neighborhood, especially because a lot of neighborhoods uh, have very similar homes built around them, similar number of bathrooms, similar number of bedrooms, often a similar layout. Um, So if you're looking in that neighborhood, if you've stayed looking in that neighborhood for more than five minutes on Zillow or Trulia, you're probably okay with that layout. And so if you find the, the odd one out, um, you might be only willing to offer a lower price because it's not quite as good as the other houses that you were taking a look at in the neighborhood. Um, or you might see it as I can improve it to be like the other houses in this neighborhood. Um, but again, that's, you're taking out the money you're planning to put into right. the house to renovate it out of the offer price.
0: So let's talk uh, aesthetic changes now—the fun stuff. Some of the even uh, DIY projects. If you're savvier than I am at making small tweaks to your house, <laughs> so what are some of the small things you can change that will actually increase the property value, or uh, may just make the house sell quicker because it has those those tweaks—the mm-hmm. uh, the crown molding, the, the recessed lighting, the backsplashes. that Subway tile in the bathroom, you know, all these things that I've looked at and said, that would be cool to change if I had the time or effort or energy to change it.
1: Yeah, on the subject of tile, um, adding black splash or retiling a, a space, a part of your bathroom, um, can really quickly modernize a space that otherwise looks outdated. But I do not recommend that that be your first attempt at a DIY project in your house. Let you write that down. Especially if you're trying to sell it because it's very easy for tile to look just slightly off and then everyone hates it. (laughs) Um, But other small tweaks um, before you sell your home can make a huge difference um, that you may not necessarily see monetarily um, in the final sale price of the home, but they do a lot to keep buyers from reducing their offer amount or uh, make more people see the photos and wanna take a tour. Paint all the rooms a light, natural color, especially if you have uh, embraced bright colors in any rooms or a kid's room is neon green color. People see that as that's work I have to do. So if you take care of it ahead of time, they won't second guess at all. They never see it as a con. Um, uh, I would recommend paying for a deep clean of your house before any photos are taken as well, um, which does more than you'll realize because walls get dirty. Uh, It's hard to get tile grout really clean sometimes. And if there's any discoloration anywhere, people get kind of grossed out because they just think about how much that bathroom was used or that kitchen was used by not them. Um, And so if it looks shiny and clean, even if it's slightly outdated, it'll look a lot better and a lot more fresh than uh, if you did nothing to it or if you just vacuumed once.
0: Let's get to the uh, certainly less flashy updates. I'm talking about yes appliances uh, and the guts, <laughs> the guts of the house, but they're important to upgrade. So some of these may end up being some of the best uh, value adds to a property like the, the HVAC or the energy efficient washer dryers. So which, which one of these uh, sort of does the most good for your property value?
1: Yeah. Appliances in a kitchen can be a big difference uh, just because it helps take the, the kitchen from, you know, just a couple years older than you would like it to be to, hey, I know this kitchen is going to work well because all of these things are new. And the appliances are really what needs to work well in a kitchen anyway. Um, but generally about kind of the appliances and systems, my advice is that if the house needs it, do it. Especially if you're living in the house for the next six months before you put it on the market, replace the roof or get a new air conditioner and live for six months knowing you're not getting any water damage or that you're not getting heat stroke. Um, Plus, you can say the roof or air conditioner is less than a year old when you list the house and people, again, see that as a plus. Um, Especially for easy swap outs like a thermostat, it's a tiny amount of money compared to a kitchen remodel. So I would like, don't think twice about it. Do it. People see a Nest thermostat and they get excited. I was going to use that same example. It's crazy how
0: (laughs) much you Uh, think the house is high tech now because of the thermostat.
1: Right. Because I changed out a thermostat. (laughs) You know, they're not going to calculate adding $200 into their offer because you added a Nest thermostat, but it's going, it's something else that's, going into their pros list when they're comparing it to other homes that, you know, if one house has a nest thermostat and the other doesn't, well.
0: Wow. <laughs> so what other, uh, what other upgrades am I missing here? What are some last changes that can be made to really help the value?
1: Yeah, I, I think uh, open floor plans are considered pretty standard in modern American homes today. Uh, so you could add value to your home by removing a wall uh, between the kitchen and the living room in particular uh, if those are, closed off rooms Um, it's really cheap to do if the wall is not load-bearing and especially if it doesn't have any electrical wiring running through it Uh, if it is load-bearing I don't know that I'd recommend it purely for the sake of selling the house because that can cost up to $10,000 so I would talk to a local real estate agent before you do a major project like removing a load-bearing wall to see how necessary it is based on your local market and comparing it again to those other houses nearby that are comparable that other buyers will be looking at to see if it's worth doing and can actually get your home sold uh, over having it sit down on the market for a long time. Um, one thing I wouldn't do is make it so all of your common areas feel like one gigantic space with no privacy. You want spaces to feel accessible and open air with the rest of the home. That'll help sell it. But you also shouldn't, like, get rid of all interior walls in the house.
0: <laughs> Just make one giant living area. Like a like a campsite, an indoor campsite.
1: Yeah, because yeah, everyone wants to watch whatever <laughs> Parents' Choice news channel is at top volume all the time.
0: <laughs> so the last question, and I could have asked this at the beginning, really, but... Uh, We should go over this, and that's just the differences between making changes on a house versus a condo versus uh, a a co-op. Can you offer some, some guidelines on how to handle different types of properties? I mean, in a house, obviously, you have much more freedom to change things without asking other people, but you have to be sort of vigilant that you don't break something that connects with your neighbor or... Uh, with the power line, you know, in a power line situation or removing a tree that's going to end up being a big thing. Um, but then with the condo and the cooperative, you may run into legal challenges to making some of these changes. So do you have any guidelines for for those three different categories?
1: Yeah. And uh, another aspect of it is if you're in a house, but you're a member of an HOA, which similar to a condo association or a co-op, um, they'll have bylaws and rules that may require you to seek approval before you make any changes to your home inside or outside. With an HOA, some of them are a lot more lax and don't require approval inside of the house, but might require approval if it affects kind of the outer boundaries of your property. Um, But the bylaws generally for any HOA, condo, co-op are aimed at preserving and increasing the value of every home associated with it. Uh, so you can expect many of those customizations that are only for you. You know, you want to put your jacuzzi in your bedroom. <laughs> um, they're probably going to say no. <laughs> but, uh, you know, if, if they have those, those bylaws that you have to have approval if you're going to make a renovation inside. Um, a lot of HOAs and condo associations will have rules on the color a uh, house exterior or the front door can be. Um, You may love the idea of painting your house purple because it'll be bright and cheerful and make you happy every day, but because you bought into an HOA, and if they say no, it's because they feel the neighbors won't like that it's not uniform, and buyers who like the neighborhood won't want a purple house because they like the uniformity, and so that's the deal. Um, With condos and co-ops, you do have to be concerned about electrical wiring and plumbing in between shared walls. Um, And that's typically a part of the approval as well. You want to be working with contractors. There might only be a certain number of contractors you're allowed to hire um, based on their experience, but you want to be working with a contractor who has experience working in, in shared spaces in larger buildings and things like that to make sure that they're not cutting the power on your neighbor for the sake of you to get your jacuzzi in your bedroom.
0: Devin, thank you uh, so much for, for, <laughs> for joining me and offering information on on what upgrades may be worth it for different property owners. Is your first uh, move on your house going to try to be to move that uh, laundry room into a different space?
1: We've talked about it a lot. We have a place that we would put it. It's too expensive to put a drain in. so. So, we're doing laundry in the kitchen for a while. <laughs>
0: well, please, please, you know, come back on the on the show when you've sort of sorted that, if, if any changes have come on, and, and give more Absolutely. excellent <laughs> advice on how you were able to, to solve that problem. Um, but yeah, thanks for coming on, and we'll see you on the next real estate episode.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: And thank you to our listeners as well. Please subscribe to Wealth of Knowledge on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Rate it, comment on it. And if you have personal finance questions related to real estate, debt, spending, or budgets you'd like answered on future shows, please email wealthofknowledge at usnews.com. We'll review your emails and we'll try to answer a few on the next episode. Finally, if you'd like to read up on real estate information, check out realestate.usnews.com where we have all sorts of advice on buying and selling a home, mortgages, home improvements, and much more. Thanks for listening to Wealth of Knowledge. I'm Antonio Barbera. See you next week.